My name is Sarah Chu, and I'm the host of this podcast. Whether you're a teen or an experienced adult, or whether you've got life figured out or you don't, and whether you believe in and follow Jesus or not, you are welcome here. Thank you for listening, friend. Today's episode will be a fun one. You'll get to hear some life lessons and sad stories from a legendary person. You'll get to meet an excellent chef, a former accounting clerk, a vivacious Christian leader, and a beloved family member. My mom, Amy Chu. Welcome to the Sarah Show, Mom. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Okay, so to introduce you, why don't we talk about how we met? I I never met you. She came out from my womb. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to share how I met you. So one day, 22 years ago, (laughs) I emerged into the open and then I met you for the first time. How did you meet me? She's in my tummy... (laughs) And I was pregnant. Then I'm so happy waiting for her to come out. <laughs> and then when I finally came out, what happened? I look at her. So lovely. Oh, I like her. So I fall in love with her. This is off script, but if I had come out as an ugly baby, would you? <laughs> what would your reaction be? To tell the truth, all children in their parents' eyes are the best looking child in the world. So even if you're super ugly, your parent will think you're gorgeous? I don't know why. I always look at my children. They are the most beautiful ones. I know your children are more beautiful than mine. But to me, my children are the best. (laughs) One of the best. Thanks. Okay. So to give our listeners more context, what are three words that you would use to describe yourself and why? Hopeful, trustworthy, and dependable. Okay. So why... You have to explain why those three words. When I say I'm hopeful because... I'm a believer, right? So I will tell them to have hope in Jesus Christ because it's my faith. And then when I say trustworthy, because I I, I know it's very hard to keep secret for other people, but it is good to be some, someone that people can look up to you. And the third one, dependable. What makes you dependable? Dependable to me is responsible. When I promise somebody, then I have to carry it out. If I choose to support you financially, I will suffer a bit for myself, but I will continue to provide what you need. Not what you want, but what you need. That's cute. Okay, so today's episode topic is an interesting one. Although my whole life I've known you, obviously, as my mother, it's not a role that has come easily to you. So let's start by talking about your mother, uh, basically my grandmother. Can you talk about how your mom was like as a person and as a caregiver? My mother is a very gentle woman and she loves learning new things. She's illiterate, but then she will look at the newspaper and she look at the picture and she try to figure out what the picture is trying to say to her. And I know that because my mom has suffered, right, illiterate person, so she always encouraged us to study. In my growing up, my mom has eight children, right? So she will ask us a, 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 an option. You want me to pay your school fee or you want me to buy your new clothing? So I always say, 
save all the money and pay my school fees. For the clothing, it's all right. I don't wear new clothes. Wow. And do you want to explain a bit more like how she grew up in Malaysia, what life was like there for y'all? So my mother was uh, without father and mother at the age of six years old. And they live in a village whereby houses are far away from each other. And I remember she told me they always eat all the banana, those fruits that they can find in their, in their jungle. That's how they keep themselves uh, survive until 12 or 13 years old. That's... I, I don't even know the story. Wait, so your mom basically grew up without a mom for most of her life. Yes. And she became a mother to you. It's actually quite tragic that in your life, you also had to experience a lot of your life without a mom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we talk about how you lost your mom, let's talk about your grandmother because she also plays a huge part in your life acting as a mom, right? Yes. Because uh, in my growing up, right, my dad and my mom, they have to work in a coffee shop because they run a coffee shop, right? It's just like a donut shop. So we were all left by my grandmother. And my grandmother was a widow. I remember my grandmother, she's a very brave uh, lady and she's very persevered. In many things, she doesn't understand and no husband to rely on, but she persevered and do a lot of work. So this I, is your father's mom? Yes. So my grandma, for what I know, is that she had to upkeep the house because my father was away, right, with my mom. So she got to upkeep the house. I remember her her tools, her you know, as a carpenter, right, her tools in the house, right, she will put it in a box, but eight of us, right, always run away with all her tools. <laughs> So when she want to get a hammer, she couldn't find. When she get a want to get a nail, she couldn't find. So in the end, I found that my grandma have suffered a lot because of all of us. But she turned out to be a very uh, cheerful, happy woman. And she always, she look at you, she observe you, and, and then she will say, what an amazing girl you are. I always remember my grandma say something. What a mischievous girl you are. And then sometimes when I talk to her, she keep giggling. She laughs at what I say. So I'm so happy. And then you lost your mom at a quite a young age. Right. Can my you mom, talk about that? Yeah. My mom suffered from uh, cancer, right? She, she suffered for 10 years. She recovered after five years. But, but then five years later, it reoccurred. Then she passed away. Before she passed away, we were, my, my sibling, right, we were praying to this God who introduced, my aunt, my aunt introduced us to this Jesus Christ, the comforter, the healer, the, the savior, right? So my, my sibling and I, we were so small, right? We quickly kneel down on the, on the floor and pray to this Jesus. Heal my mother, then we believe in you. You know what? In the end, Jesus didn't heal my mother. She passed away. <laughs> And yet, we believe in this Jesus oh, Christ until today. Every time, said, every time you share this story, you make it so comical, but it's such a sad thing. But yes, so she passed away. How old was she when she died and how old were you? Bef- I was uh, 20 years old. My mom has uh, cancer for 10 years, right? So from 10 years old, I suffer for 10 years because my mom... Uh, 
sick, right? So she always cannot go here and there first, and she got to be hospitalized in the hospital for a long, long time. And then we have to travel 132 miles, which is more than 200 kilometers just to see her, and we have to study, and we have to pursue our high school, right? So during her the, the last five of years, right, of her life on earth, we separated a lot. I miss her in a sense that is her inner quietness. The way she loved my dad and the way she never argued with my father, that talk, even though my father, because my mom was sick, right, so my father has a love affair, affair with other women, still my mother respect. My mother respect my father. I'm currently 22, so that means by the time that you were my age, you hadn't, you hadn't had your mom for two years. Like, that's pretty crazy to think about. Like, I've grown up, and I've gone to high school, and, like, I went to university, and I always had a mom. And, I mean, it was hard regardless, like, but I think that having a mom helped me, you know, when I was going through tough things. Like, I'd call you, and I'd be like, Mom, pray for me, or, like, just, like, you'd be able to cook for me when I was too stressed or whatever. So what was it like for you to be that age and to be without a mom, how did you survive? Oh, it, it was very tough because I always look at the society and say, hello, my mom already passed away. Why all of you still continue to live, continue to run your own business? Don't you know there is a girl here crying for a mom? Her She lost her mom. Why nobody care? You know, that's the voice inside me that when I look at the society, this is how I cry out asking for people to understand, to sympathize, to empathize me and to feel my loss is. You have seven siblings. Yes. Um, including you, it's eight. So you had to basically take over the position of mother, right, to your siblings. What yes. was that like? Because you were only 20. So what was that like to be a mom? Because I already... Uh, as a leader, right, for my sibling when I was 10 years old, because my mom was sick for 10 years, right? Think of the 10 years that my mom always not strong, so I have to be a leader in my younger age as 10 years old. So I always look after my brother, show a good example, care for their study, and make sure nobody bully them, and make sure they eat well. So it's very tough. It's so tough that to me, for me to live is to make sure all my brothers uh, start have their education. So do you feel like you almost grew up too fast? Like you didn't have the opportunity to be a child? Yes. You know what? I miss. I miss growing up like carefree, run to the mountain without even bothering whether your brothers are having food, whether they... They fed well or not because my grandma is also a widow, right? And then my parents far away, right? So uh, I have a lot of responsibility is to make sure my brothers and my sister that we every day is living well, doing their homework, studying. <sighs> I want to do all the girly thing is when your mother by your side, then she teach you how to cook. Or when your your mother by your side teaching you how to sew, I don't have all this thing. Okay, moving on to a different part of your life. So, you grew up and you eventually had a daughter. You had my older sister Rebecca. So, what was that switch like when you finally had a daughter of your own and you became 
a, a mother, was it a different feeling than being a mom to your your brothers and sisters? Definitely, it's so different. Because when I look at my own daughter, I say, if I don't show myself a good example, how could I raise her up into a responsible person? And I have to protect her, I have to provide for her. But the important main focus is, if I don't behave well, how could she have a model to look up to? So that's the one that I pursue. I finally decided I want to be a good woman so that my girls can follow me. So bringing up my sister Rebecca and also me, what moments have you had as a mom where you really wish that you had your mom to walk alongside you and like give you advice and guide you through? Is um, because because when you go out, right, when you go shopping, go to the mall or go to a restaurant, right, and then you see all the grandma uh, pampering their grandchildren, then I look at my two girls, <laughs> don't even have a grandma. You know, sometimes the grandma just say, you know, the kind of elderly woman, the kind of loving gentleness that show on your children, right, and yet I don't have it. So I feel very inadequate. You know, my girls have no grandma. And then another thing, because I don't have mother, right? When I was almost 40 years old, one of my colleagues, she's around my age. One day she came into the office and then I look at her handbag and I asked her, wow, I like your handbag, it's so beautiful. She said, oh, it's from my mom, my mom bought for me. To her, it's something is so light, so not important, but to me it's something, such a big, great, privilege or honor to have a mother to buy you things when you are almost 40 years old to me is something that so precious i want a mom to you know to pamper me to spoil me and have no mother <laughs> why is so sad no it's not sad this is like you know everybody have different part to play in life so do you want to talk about, like, what has God's role been through this? Because, yes, you've lost your mom at a young age. And, yes, you've had to go through a lot of most of your life without a mom. Um, and yet God has been there through every second, every moment. So how has he actually fathered you in this whole process? I must say God is very merciful to me, right? When my mom passed away, the God that she believed is also the God that I believe in. So after she passed away, right, my sibling and I, we decided to follow the God that my mother worshipped, that is Jesus Christ. So I continue, we continue to join a church, we have Bible study, we pray. That switch, that switch a lot of emptiness of our heart into uh, fullness. I really thank God when I talk about my faith, right, I found that in my lacking, I have many Christian sisters who are not selfish to show me motherly love or sisterly love. That's a good point. Like your earthly family is supplemented and complemented by your heavenly family that surrounds you, like your church family. Yes. They really do surround you and like they do bring a lot of joy and love and peace mm. in your life. Yeah. Instead of longing for people to love us, we have this satisfaction in Christ that we are able 
to love other people. And then I found that we have this, uh, we understand other people's pain and we also understand the fear, the uncertainty of young people when they are facing a, a lot of difficulties in life. So through our suffering in our younger days, right, we know what is life about and we can always share with younger people that they are not alone. And we also understand that with Jesus, with Christ, many difficulties can be overcome when we trust Him. Okay, last question. What do you hope your legacy as a mother will be? A woman who never give up hope and, and believing in Jesus is the best investment in life. Okay, thanks mom for joining me today on the podcast. How did you find it? I love it. To tell the truth, I love my two girls because they always love me so much. Okay. <laughs> I didn't pay her to say that. Okay, thanks for coming on the show, Mom. Goodbye. guys that brings us to the end of the episode wasn't my mom amazing she was awesome um yeah we just we obviously love her in this family she is a bright and bubbly person and she's always ready to you know make jokes and laugh which is why you heard us laugh a lot in this episode but you know she's also really deep and so we did definitely cry um but we are often laughing more than we're crying in this house. And I just thought it was really powerful to hear her reflect on her mom and also the people in her life who, you know, left a motherly kind of impact on her. Um, and it's also so powerful for me to reflect as her daughter and as a granddaughter and a great granddaughter, all the ramifications of the women who have lived before me, how they have affected my mom and now me today, um, and just seeing how God has been so good to lead my family, even though there's been so much brokenness, as you've heard, like there have been sickness, there have been affairs, these things could have broken our family and could have made my mom bitter or resentful, but instead it has given her, Jesus has given her hope in the midst of going through that pain. And she is a totally new person today. So I'm super thankful to God that he has done something beautiful in my family. And so the question of today's episode is, what is your relationship like with your mother? And how has she impacted you as a person and in life? I think that question is kind of powerful. Like I can't, I can't really imagine talking about that with many people and not receiving a very strong response. I feel like everyone's relationship with their mothers impacts them on such a deep level. So take that question and maybe journal about it. Maybe talk about it with your friends, your family. Just think about that. Pray about it maybe. Bring it to God and just whatever your feelings are about your relationship with your mother. Um, are they good? Are they bad? Can they be improved? Um, I pray that Lord, the Lord just finds you wherever you are. He's with you and he will guide you to green pastures and quiet waters. And yeah, you're not alone, friends. So I hope that you took some wisdom out of this episode. I hope that you feel known, seen, heard, and loved. 
And please, if you would like to let me know your answer, my Instagram is the underscore Sarah show. That's the underscore Sarah show. And don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or keep following and downloading wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We are so glad to have you here as part of our family, guys. So yes, thank you. Keep listening and we'll see you in the next one. Be blessed. Bye.